0: or Game Fighter Podcast. Simply shuffle up the cards, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com. Once again, that is poddex.com. And make sure to use the promo code TALKPOP, that's T-A-L-K-P-O-P, for 10% off your order.
1: This episode is powered by Poddex.
0: What up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another edition of Talking Pop, the podcast, all things pop culture. I'm your host, Stefan. Tries, of course. Joining me is my co-host, Biko. Hello, mm-hmm. everyone. Oh, don't forget, guys. I did not forget your Nine berries out, nine binaries out there too. So sorry about that. Um, we gotta use one for you guys. We gotta use heavy centric podcast. So enjoy this latest hour of Talking Pop. So, without further ado, I picked out about I would say about four stories. I kind of like I said, I was going through like the internet right now. If you have like four articles, that theme, eh, that's something to talk about. You know, just things that just like popped in my head. So, you know, I get your tech in this Bico. But the first one I saw, it's from Cobbbook.com. Headline says, Kevin James wants to do Paul Blart Mall Cop 3. Oh, God. (laughs) Articles written by Jen Anderson. This says here. It says here of all the projects that are Kevin James' arguing this from the article: the Paul Blart films, a developing unique repetition, 2019 film, the 2015 sequel, have both regard box office successes, quite shortly received by critics. There has been a push for some fans to see a third installment contribution. It says here in a recent interview with Screen Rant, James discussed the possibility and revealed that although he wasn't quite developed, he hasn't quite developed a story for a hypothetical third film. He would love going back to the project. He also says, and he quotes. Yeah, well, we got work. We got to work that one out. I would love that. I don't know what the story is yet, but it was so much fun shooting in Vegas. That was a great time. So it's it's, it's crazy, y'all. Uh, the way it looks like with their film. I mean, obviously it's gonna be probably released again under the Happy Madison ban- uh, banner. You know, Adam um, Sandler's production company. Um, I mean, with all the films he's done. And stuff, and like I said over the weeks, like you know, Amsterdam has so many films on Netflix and stuff too as well. Um, what are your takes of this? <laughs> are you looking? Are you, are you excited to have a Paul uh, Paul Blart Mall um, Cop three? I mean, I always saw the first one.
1: Right. right. Mm-hmm. Same thing with me. And I don't, I don't particularly know who this movie's for, but they're obviously gonna make another one. I, I No, I it's think think like
0: he's discussing the bus, but it looks they're like they're gonna he, make another.
1: I mean, if they're discussing it, that means they're gonna make it. Just because, like, it's it's way too specific of a film for film franchise. I guess at this point to not for them to just like I guess you could say make it as a as a news uh, part of journalism. Just because it, it's it's a third movie of of, uh, of a film franchise that is just kind of I, I guess it's been around for more than a decade now but it's it's kind of just like okay well we don't need another one of these but all right um I the first one was entertaining enough and the second one I never seen but I'm sure it was okay I mean it obviously did well enough for them to do a part three and hopefully it can make it better but I don't I don't know I, I have no idea what Kevin James is doing these days
0: anyways so, uh. I know he did that one. I know the latest work he's done is that one show on Netflix when he plays like a manager of a NASCAR team.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Uh. Yeah, I haven't. Other than that, I haven't seen, like.
0: I'm sure he's he just
1: writing for other stuff and, and still does stand up, but I, don't, I haven't. I personally haven't gone out of my way to look for anything he's done since King Queen, so I don't. Uh. uh. I'm very surprised, and if it does come under the Happy Madison, maybe it'll be good. We'll get some cameos. Maybe Adam Sandler will be in it. Who knows? Um, I don't. I don't personally. Probably not going to watch it, but do I think it should be made? I he, Kevin James is entertaining enough. Mm-hmm. He's. I think he can still provide you with a like a. Oh, because this is definitely like one of those like family movies with a little raunchiness to it, but it's yeah. still all in all like a, a movie you can watch your family and laugh with it like on a Saturday night or if you're just visiting your folks for a holiday it's it's I think it's those movies uh, do a good job of kind of providing wholesome entertainment is what you would think outside of watching a TV show um but yeah the Paul Barr character is is funny enough and Kevin James I think is funny so I like like I said I'm not gonna watch it but I'm not surprised <clears throat>
0: All right. Um, anything you find on Reddit so far, dude? I'll, I'll let you take care of like the Reddit stuff. I got more articles, but mm-hmm. you got anything in your end you want to share?
1: Uh, not yet. I keep going because I I have to pull my my end up.
0: Okay, the second one I pulled up today also as well. Um thing from dot com. Um, this one is, well, Dwayne Johnson says teases video game movie and fans give their guesses. Of course, um Dwayne Johnson. Has done people don't realize he's done two video game meditations. He's done Doom. Of course the major flop doom meditation, and of course uh, Rampage. He's done those two films were based on video games. Even though Jumanji was technically takes place in a video game, I don't consider that as a video game meditation. It's pretty much a continuation of the thing, but with a new medium. But it says here. says, Dwayne Johnson is heading back to the video game movie Territory, according to a recent interview. When talking to Men's Journal, the WWE legend said he and producer Hiram Garcia are hard at work on an video game property. Once I fans are aware, well, that this wouldn't be John's first video game He's been in Jumanji, Rampage, and Doom. Technically, guys, I don't know what they named Jumanji in the video game. Yeah, they, they changed the, the second and third films into a video game. I understand. But it's based on a book series which takes place in a board game and of course, it made it more modern. Um, of course, Rampage, if you're not familiar with Rampage, it's like an arcade machine where you played, like, you know, an ape named George, a wolf named Ralph, and then, like, a lizard named Lizzie. You're pretty much people that got mutated into these giant beasts and you pretty much turn in the city.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, in the movie, they try to make it more like, you know, George is raised by Dwayne Rocks Johnson's character and tries to help him out, you know, calm him down and stuff also deal with these other threats. Of course, Doom, they... You know, they try their best to have that, that Doom series as well. I mean the only saving grace from that film was the this first person sequence. That's the only time we gotta see some of the true adaptation of Doom. Hmm. Um I mean Jumanja was a, was great too. Jumanja's on the next level and then the third film wasn't too bad. You know, those were those um those films were good. I enjoy those. Um was the comedy and stuff and the actor and the chemistry between the actors. Um so far, who knows what the property is. Um, what Johnson does say is, is I can't tell you which game particular we are doing but there will be an announcement this year. Um, we're going to bring out one of the biggest most fast games to the screen to the screen one that I played for years. I'm really excited to bring it to fans around the world of course we're gonna do right by our gamer friends. we're really gonna make a great movie. So um, like people are speculating what could it be um, <laughs> someone's like I guess the fans are guessing on Twitter. I guess one fan was thinking Pong, in <laughs> the movie. Because <laughs> 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 I picture him. some put the thing on Dwayne Johnson playing Pong. It's like him and him. They took two, like, Photoshop pictures of him <laughs> playing Pong. Some people might think it's God of War, because he could get a good choice of Kratos. Um, I mean, it could be... Honestly, it could be anything, you know. It could be a lot of games. Um... Some people say it could be Animal Crossing, <laughs> the Rock is Tom Nuke. <laughs> um, or Flappy Bird. Some say about Flappy Bird or Pitfall. Could be a thing too. I mean, there's a lot of good guesses, but the way he's saying it, it's a big game, he's been playing for years. Who knows what's going to be? The only thing we know is that you know we can only think you know. And then some guy on Twitter said, "Joke said, it looks like a Kirby movie is about to get announced soon." <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, what do you think of this? Like, Dwayne Johnson atta- attempting to another video game movie adaptation.
1: Uh, I mean, they're, they're putting him on everything nowadays, so I just wouldn't hold him past it to him for him to do another video game character. Um, I'm still... I guess it still to See how Uncharted does, um, for, it, it seems for it. I
0: mean, Uncharted, if you play the games, um, you can tell it's a prequel. That's basically what it is. It's basically a prequel because pretty much Tom Holland plays a young Nathan Drake and Mark Wahlberg plays a young um, Sully. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a prequel because I know if, ah, what game was it? Uncharted two. Um, you play a little sequence as the young um, Nathan Drake and a young Sully. So they took that concept, they tried, it, and of course they had the one with um, Nathan Fillion did like a little thing on YouTube, like they did like almost like a fan parody of Uncharted with Nathan Fillion, which was good. A lot of people were expecting him to be the role. But I like how Sony decided, you well, know, let's start at the beginning, you know. Mm-hmm. And the game series is real popular. It's one of the most IPs that um, Naughty Dog done with Sony. And I played all four games. So it's a good it's a good series because it deals with, you know, it's a platformer. There's puzzles. And there's also sort of like a survival element as well. There's some stealth in certain levels. It's exploration. It's history. Like, it takes many orders, But I like the fact they try to do like this history. They take like these famous legends and try to embellish it. And you're traveling to different locations, and usually it's like, you know, it deals with some kind of treasure that has an effect on the world. And it's really good. It's like, it's something that, you know, if you ever got playing on PlayStation, it's definitely something that is enjoyable. Also on PC, I believe, as well. Those games are available. I think, yeah, I think PlayStation has available on PC, I think. Um, but the, that, I'm looking forward to see. like, I definitely want to see Uncharted because I played the game series. I'm, I'm going to see how Tahoma does with uh, Mark Wahlberg. First time I've seen those two actors, him um, act together. So, I mean, the way the way the trailer looks, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. And they try to keep like you know what the g- the concept of the game was and a lot of exploration stuff. So, and, uh, and the and Drake character is really hilarious because he's like the long uh, He's like the descendant, like a de- descendant of you know Sir Francis Drake, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I mean, Dwayne. I mean, honestly, with Dwayne says, I mean, it could be like God of War. That's my guess maybe God of Wars was you going to be working on because that's a popular franchise yeah. I can see him playing Kratos oh god I... he's got the bill for it uh... and he said he's been playing for years so that's been a series that's started on Playstation 2 worked his way to this generation mm. I mean it'd be cool to see some stuff in the Greek mythology again you know or like I said or they can go the route and add that, uh, the ones for this generation you know, the ones with the, the Norse mythology as well Mm-hmm. With or uh, with uh, of the Sun, so it could be that. I mean, it could be that. I mean, honestly, we we know we're getting a Mario movie, Sonic is coming out this year. We know those games are, those movies are coming out soon. So, um, I mean, that, that's my guess. I mean, I guess it's God of War. You know, I don't know. I mean, we already got Castlevania, but that was a, a that's an anime on Netflix, which I gotta watch it all the way. I know they're gonna make a. They're right now still gonna make it a Devil May Cry. The same studio that made Castlevania's doing Devil May Cry. It's gonna come soon on Netflix as well. be the same production studio. So. Anything else? You're still looking for your shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll keep going then. Um. I'll talk about some anime, some stuff I watched too as well. I'll touch to me soon as well. But the third article I pulled up is from like. Wrestling and stuff. Um, it has to deal with them, um, you know. John Moxley, you know, after spending, you know, John Moxley the wrestler, or Jonathan Goodman the person, you know, he decided, you know, he became one of the first wrestlers to go out and actually tell, you know, his boss to share with the fans what he's doing with like what um and how what he was doing with alcoholism. had he checked himself to rehab. And you know, we didn't see him thirty months and then when they find out and then his book came out, which I definitely need to order. But heard it's really good. It's a good read. It's like right now it's one of the best sellers on Amazon right now. Definitely gotta pick it up and read it. <laughs> um and they made announced that he came back and he did a great promo to the point where he it was a he looked really healthy, like he looked so much healthy as opposed to last year. He he looked so like last year when I was watching his matches last year, he looked like he was so burnt out. Like, you could tell he was frustrated and stuff. I and mean, he needed time off, you know, get himself helped out, you know, mental health and all this other alcoholism. him. comes back, he looks much healthier, looks more leaner. Like, he needed time to detox, you know. And the fans accepted him really well. And then it's funny, he gets into the ring. He comes out to Wild Thing, but he, um, the band called X. So it's the one from, like, it's the cover of Wild Thing. Um, and he comes out, you know, the fans are cheering, walks to the ring. He gets in the ring, like, some idiot fan says, get that drunk piece of trash out of the ring. And that's fine, John Moxley reacts and saying, get, get the guy, get the fucking guy out of here. Like, thank you. I'm like, everyone starts cheering, yeah, get him out of here. Um, he starts, like, doing this promo where he's talking about the stuff he had to deal with and stuff. How to get to take care of his demons and stuff. And, and the promo was, like, really good and, It was great, you know, he was just, like, sharing, you know, why he had to go through. Then he says, like, it's great, like, you know, sharing with everybody because he says it's not good, like, you know, holding it in and stuff. So let me see if I can pull up some of that promo here. Okay, here we go. Since John Max made his return has returned to television I'll put up the show Talk about the Dream where he had his success was questioned. He said he had a lot of scars, but the poor ones are the ones on the inside. He said the scars that couldn't possibly be seen. He said those are the types of scars that make us who we are. And he even says the world he even says the world's not perfect. Which I'm gonna play a little bit the promo, which I think you guys should hear this. I know Punk's promo was good too, when you talk about John Lake sharing. But this is like this is one of the moments of the week. This is the reaction for the fans. She yeah, she I'll put it up as you Look at it. Look at how he looks. He looks much cleaner Come here. I'll show you the picture how he was before. No, I'll show you his, la- his picture last year. Probably two to from a bar. Also, he was like last year after it was promo. You heard him? Hey, go okay. hey, yeah. f- yourself, get that guy out of here. Just get the, the trash set, get the drunk, drunk piece of trash out of the ring.
2: The scars we carry on the inside that are hard to see. And sometimes we try to cover up these scars. Sometimes we try to pretend these scars aren't there. But those are the scars that we should be proud of. Those are the scars that tell our story. Those are the scars that give us strength. Those are the scars that make us the people we are. And nobody's perfect, all right? If everybody is perfect, the world would be a very boring place. So nobody, nobody, no matter who you are, should be afraid to stand up in front of the whole world and bear it all. Everything that makes you the person that you are, scars it all and say, hey, this is me. So, that being said, I'm sure there are plenty of people somewhere around the world. I'm sure there are plenty of people... Who want to write me off? I'm sure there are plenty of people who doubt me. And you know what? It won't be the first time. It won't be the last time. But if you want to write me off now, if you want to doubt me, you go ahead and say whatever you want to say. You go ahead and think whatever you want to think. I'll tell you the same thing I would have told that black demon, that cloud hanging over me in my dream. You can take all that shit and shove it right up your ass. I don't run demons
0: I just beat the shit out of them. Yeah, that was like I said, that's you know that was a great promo. That was like, you know, he, it does make sense, you know. You can have as many scars in your body. What what very important is the scars you have on the inside. You know? That those are scars that define you. The scars that you have to try to work with. You know to bear it all, you know, share. And of course, um And then of course um his wife was on the show with well, a serious XM show, his wife Renee Piquette um on the show with Misha Tate, Throw You Down show. She also thoughts at her husband's return last Wednesday at AEW. She said to see you the out there, like Moxie out there, get the feedback to how much the promo touch people it was really cool. They added on he's a special guy. She says, he's such guy uh, he's got such a great words. He's obviously an incredible wrestler, an incredible person, an incredible man. Could I be more proud of him. Could not love this guy anymore to see him to see him out there doing what well. was so great. She says they found the promo bully race just I busted open radio that Moxie should apologize to fans during his promo for taking time off 10 to rehab for alcohol addiction. And he, she, his wife responded, like um, Moxie's wife responded, because of that she was annoyed that even she had to address his comments because it would give him more attention. But when it comes to talking about her family, it becomes personal. Um, these were Piquet's comments since her initial tweet was a bad take. And she says, you talk shit about my husband, you talk shit about my family, this becomes personal to me and that bothers me more. And it also bothers me because Bully is somebody who I always really enjoyed. I always really like Bully. I have... I've said I have a good relationship with him despite other people for not having a good relationship with him or having bridges other places. You know, bad taste in other people's mouths. she said. She said the former WCW has both her and Moxley's number, but hasn't called in to apologize for his shit-take or discuss for her. She pointed out that both of them were at the same Northwest wrestling event Saturday and that Bully we has never talked to him. Yeah. Uh, she's probably of what Moxley did, giving her stigma so well take the time off her addiction issues and mental health. She says... It's been a thing that's affected the business for a long time. It's extended the it the of the business, so the fact that John's one of those guys in the spot that he's in, he's going against the grain, doing the things that he needs to do. Things speaks volumes, not that's just the fans, but the people inside the business. See, so there are boys and girls in the back that might be going through a similar thing. This happens so to so many people, and it's unfortunately so common. So he went and did what he had to do, and no apologies necessary. You know? He did what he had to do. He had to take time off. He had to get help. So, I mean, here he looks great. Let me show you a picture of him last year. Look at him right here. This is him last year. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You could tell he was already, like, burnout. out. I guess. I don't, like, I don't know. He looks the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happens with a lot of wrestlers, like, especially in the business, you know, they got their demons, they got to fight. You know, back then, they looked too like pain pills. to mm-hmm. hide their pain. You know, they get addicted to pain pills. And getting hit in the head so many times could, you know, cause issues later on. But for the fact that he decided to take, you know... Asked his boss. Like, Ozzy doesn't need to apologize to the fans. You know, we understand. He had to do what he had to do. He had to go get help. He didn't want to hide that he was having issues, you know, and he decided to share with everybody. And like, to me, what Bully said, like, yeah, he should not apologize to the fans. You know, I love the fact that seeing him last week and, you know, it was cheer. Like, I felt great because it's, like, it's for me, dealing with my, you know, my mental stuff and, like, I'm sharing myself what's going on with me myself. You know, it's like I said, you you know, you can carry as many scars Like he said again, like I'm going to read it again I'm going to paraphrase again Carry. You can carry as many scars you outside of your body But it's what's inside you Define who you are and I think everybody has scars inside them That they're working through and they are trying to get through By talking out and, you know Getting through it is the best way You, you know, to cope with it You know, it's like It's, you know, it's just about sharing and stuff You know, like I said like he said, if the world was perfect, then the world would be a boring place. And mm-hmm. It's true. Like I said, there's no such thing as perfection. There's no such thing as perfect. So, everyone has something that defines who they are. Everyone has a scar inside of in their head that defines who they are. But that was great seeing John Moxley. I'm enjoying AEW. AEW's doing great. And it looks like they won more awards again from another. Um, Inside the ropes, they won like a couple awards as well. Like they were protesting yesterday, right? they're wearing inside the ropes on our Articles Best promotion of 2021. Uh, best wrestlers, you know, they're picking they're up awards. So, last piece of news I wanted to share with you, then I'll turn the floor over to Biko. He's um, got anything. Um, this is from Disney. I bet, I guess Disney is actually going forward with a live action version of Snow White. Oh, yeah. And apparently, uh, they're gonna have a that was cool. They're gonna have a Hispanic actress, um, Latino actress, uh, Latinx actress, portraying a character, which is kind of cool, more progressive. But I guess they're taking they're moving away from the dwarves And Pierre, yeah. and then Pierre Dinklage, um, talked about made a comment about it. This is what he said. Let me pull it up. He I pulled this up from CBR. Comic resources. He blasts like Disney. calling it he says here, Game of Star Period calls out Disney's live action adaptation story. Insisting the film doesn't make any sense to him. Chicken uh, on WTF of Mark Marin, this article this article from CBR is written by Brad Lang. Um, he was on like he was on the WTF of Mark Marin um, podcast. He was talking about it. Said, Dinklage knows that while well, this new take on the quest to aim to tell a more inclusive story, he's phrased not fully committed to the ideology. He says, "Larry, no offense to anyone, but I was a little taken aback when they were very proud to cast a Latina actress in Snow White, but you're still telling the story of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Said Dinklage. Take a step back and look what you're doing here. there. It makes no sense to me. The war-winning actor goes on to say, You're progressive one way, but you're still making that fucking backward story about Seven Dwarfs living in a cave together. And what the fuck are you doing, man? Have I done nothing to advance the cause of my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. It says, while the English does regarding the chasing, believes that the project should not be tournament into a red overhaul to engage in more social material on a more global, progressive level. If you tell a story of Snow White with the most fucked up, cool, or in it, let's do it all in. <laughs> so, right now it says here, Rachel Zegler is going to be the princess. Um, Gail Ganot is set to play the evil queen. Yeah. Well, Andrew Burnap is recently cast in a currently unknown role. So apparently Disney decided, uh, decided to um, answer back. So we pull up Disney's response. Before I pull up Disney's response, what do you think of um, Peter Dinklage's, like comments? Yeah, I mean, it, it
1: is something to... Uh, I, 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 he, he So, he is going to
0: be in the movie, right? I don't think he's going to be in the movie. No, so why, just,
1: he, why are they talking to him about this?
0: No, they're, he read about they're doing a movie of it. And
1: so, he brought it up himself.
0: Of the. Like the doors, like, uh, they're trying to make this progressive, but uh, how are they going to make it progressive about doors? You know? I, you see, that's where. Okay, so.
1: So, why does it have to necessarily all of a sudden. Because it's live action, right? Yeah. Oh, so how are they going to be progressive about casting people that that have dwarfism in the movie? Um, easy, I, I guess. So is he, like, on the fence of having them... Be, so he thinks it's not progressive by them casting doors. Like, how are they going to make that look? How are they going like, to make that look
0: if they're going to be living in a cave or something?
1: Oh, and people are not going to be offended by it? Yeah. Well, Well, that to that, then, then don't watch the movie. Because, frankly... You could have said the same thing with uh, Aladdin, or when they did the live action for Aladdin, or you could have said the same thing for the Jungle Book. How are they going to feel to see a kid running around in a loincloth?
0: Mm hmm.
1: Barely covering his top and bottom. Because then you could have said, Oh, how do we feel about pedophiles watching this? Yeah. Because we could easily do that all day then. Look, like, I get it. Um, I, I thought I thought he was in the movie, but nonetheless, I don't know how Disney would make it look, but they made a movie about cats. Disney, not saying Disney do it, but they they made the movie Cats. I don't think they Cats. I know they didn't, but what I'm saying is that they made a movie Cats with musical. people playing cats, and we all know we weren't watching a bunch of cats dancing and singing because they can't do that. But we can disp- you can suspend disbelief for this thing, just as you do when you watch any Disney movie. Everything they do in a Disney movie is fantasy, so with this, how they're going to make it look is going to be very interesting, and that's Disney's job, that's what they do, right? They take these old stories, slap on a nice coat of Disney, niceness and cuteness, and then we got a whole new tale. But with this one, yeah, it's going to be interesting, I'm glad, yeah, they they cast a uh, Mexican, uh, Snow White, that's cool, all good, Uh, this would be interesting. They cast a Gargadol uh, as the Wicked Witch. I thought as she was really ugly, so you're gonna have a hot witch, okay? A Jewish like witch? Yeah, she's hot though. Like, there's a
0: <laughs> there's a big difference with that. Like, okay, um, I'm curious how they make her when she takes out the skies. You know? I yeah, to...
1: like I mean, it's it'll be interesting. Uh, I I'm I was actually uh, waiting for them to do something on this, so I'm not surprised they're doing it. I mean, they're already uh, working
0: on Little Mermaid too, so they're making that a progressive film as well. Yeah,
1: sure. But what I mean, like with this one, sure, it does raise the question: How are they gonna make this be swallowed in a certain way? Um, Disney could lose some fans from this because, because I mean,
0: what are they gonna do? Make the I mean, if they do the dwarves, are they gonna make them minors, or it's like?
1: Well, no, because that just makes it very a lot. I feel like that would just make it a lot more problematic. Because then it's like, why are there, like seven to eight dwarves little kids in a in a fucking like? Like we can't Murphy I don't think cave, yeah. I don't think people Can suspend disability That much If they're watching kids Like it's not It's not like Fucking Hook
0: You know what I mean Or it's not like, like The Lost, lost Boys, boys
1: yeah. Right you know Like they can't
0: I, What I like about you can't If you look stories. at um, What you would call it They did a good job With it in um, Once Upon a Time When like it's the dwarves. What I like about them Is they actually made them Like more progressive And stuff Like they all look different And like you get The personality But I like I like their portrayal In like Once Upon a Time does it look like regular sized men? You know.
1: Yeah, and that's and that's fine. It's just I like, I don't I don't know.
0: I don't know how to do it here, but this is what um this is what Disney said. Um, but the co- their response to the con- comments up here, glitch is what Disney said. To avoid reinforcing stereotypes for the original M.A. film, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. Uh, Disney's postperson told THR, The Highway Reporter, we look forward to sharing more as the film heads to production after a lengthy development period. So at least they're, they are, you know, they're looking at, you know, consultation. That how they can, it. I mean, you can, you know, you can make them farmers. That could be a good thing too. You could change the doors occupation. They could be farmers. They could work on a farm or something. They could be industrial, you know. I mean, that's going to be like a full, like, remake, remake, you know. And Depending if they could go a musical route. I mean, look what Beauty and Beast is. Beauty and Beast was basically a musical. Most, like, we hear, just... Yeah, I mean, basically all Disney films were pretty much musicals. Because it's, just, like, all, like, singing and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could do a, a good updated spin to it. It's like, um, like Lion King, they had that one song that Scar sings. Be prepared. And it was added in the live-action film. Even though that original sequence was not in the original anime film. So they kinda like can make an updated more spin. You know, it's it'll be interesting to see how they do it. But And it says yeah, so it's curious to see how this film is gonna be. I know it's in the earliest stages of development, but um Yeah, well pretty much yeah, it just needs to be progressive. You're gonna be progressive, make sure be progressive about how you wanna talk about the Scottish of dwarfism, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm making it more updated. Like, I understand it says here that the story was released in 1930. The film, the original anime film was released in 1937. It was based on the 1812 fairy tale by the Brothers Grimm. And it's known for being the first ever Disney anime motion picture. It was the first anime Disney motion picture. It's like, almost like, less than 10 years after Mickey was made as debut for Disney. So, we'll have to wait and see what they do. Because I think the actress is playing her. I guess she came, um,. I see it was in West Side Story.
1: Oh, okay.
0: The one with Steven Spielberg, one.
1: Mm-hmm. So the most recent one they yeah.
0: released. Yeah. So I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how this film's gonna go moving forward. I'm curious to see how that goes. Um. And I got two more things before I turn yeah. the floor over to you. Um, one thing I saw was CM Punk. Of course, you know I'm loving him right now. Back in AEW, doing what he's doing. I can tell he's happy right now. He's loving what he's doing. He's hanging out with people and stuff. Helping young guys, you know. He's a little more like helping the locker room. But one thing he wanted to blast, I guess, is this thing called Wrestler's Court. That was in WWE back in the day. Um Punk um He went on Twitter. And it says here, respond to a fan. Jokingly says it says here, this is from um Wrestling Inc. The articles from Eric. Mutter. Um CM punk blasts wrestler's court. This is what an article says. Don't think some punk is a fan up, it's a concept of wrestler's court. As he reveals such today on Twitter, responding to a fan jokingly suggesting Punk will wind up wrestler's court for sitting Heyman's pages gimmick. The AJ started made no bones about blasting the backstage tribunal. This is what re- wrestler's court was at the most insecure, small dick energy, average white man embarrassment to the wrestling business shit of all time of all time, Punk said. Supposedly this wrestler's court was starred by Memphis wrestling star Dutch Mantel. Also known for his role as a court. Wrestler's Court was a fake judicial system run by wrestlers so within the locker room. Wrestler's Court was prominent in the WWE with WWE legend The owner, took office serving as a judge. A former WWE champion JBL is serving as the prosecution. We almost no witnesses at Wrestler's Court has an effect on talent's careers, including The Miz, for being barred from the WWE locker room for eating a piece of chicken. Um, punk <laughs> may not be a fan of this court. Yeah, it's literally, there was a thing I was watching in the WWE thing about The Miz, like. Yeah, he literally was banned for, like, months from sitting in the locker room. He had to change in the hallway. Because he ate a piece of chicken in the locker room. I guess he can't eat food in the locker room. That's because it's like, you know, you can get stuff on other people's gear or something. it does. Yeah, he literally, they had to make him change in the, they made him change in the hallway. He wasn't walking in the locker room. Almost like he said him, like, eight months. And it sucks. That's what It was like, it's like, basically, it was like a... Thing where the point. Restaurants had to pay like supposedly had to pay fines. Honestly, it was like almost like a judge because it could be things where you was you didn't do a spot for somebody or you did a spot wrong, or you did somebody wrong or something. And you didn't do you just receipts. It was like kids playing. It was like kids games back in the day, basically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I like what Punk said that uh, you don't need that here. It's not allowed. It was mostly insecure. So, I like how he reacted to that fan. I'm like, come on, he didn't steal his gun. come on. But I just want I saw that, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, last thing, but not least, before I turn over to Biko, I did want to touch base of all the animes that are coming out right now that like, have not, to be honest with you guys, I have not come up with the latest season, all the anime awards are coming the anime awards, the voting for the anime awards. Right now, the ones that Crunchyroll does. I haven't looked at the nominees yet. I need to go in and vote. Um, Mostly, some of the enemies I have seen last year, or some I still need to watch. Um, But maybe by next episode, I don't know how long the voting is going to be. I might go in and talk about in the next podcast of who I voted for. I'll talk about the nominees and stuff as well. But I did want to let you guys know what enemies I am currently watching right now. I've been, watch, I've been watching, going back to watch the big three in one of the of early 2000's. Uh, of course, Bleach. I'm starting watching Bleach again. I've been reading the manga right now. I'm in the final arc of the manga itself of Bleach. It's the thousand year arc. And it's um... The, the dozen year war arc. And it's basically what the, what they announced last year that Jakub was coming back as a character designer. Of course, he's the creator of Bleach. And Studio Pro is going to help with the design. They're actually going to adapt that final arc. For the anime uh, coming out sometime this fall. So right now to get myself prepared for it, I'm reading it about sometime watching the anime. And today I decided to watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> of course, I went watching the 90s Sailor Moon, of course, the Sailor Moon Crystal, which I gotta watch that as well because it leads on to the Sailor Moon films around Netflix. To watch those films, you gotta understand, you gotta watch Sailor Moon Crystal. But Sailor Moon Crystal is more of a more of a straightforward adaptation of the manga, while the 90s one was it's kind of like it's by toy animation same studio the dragon ball and they took some things from the manga but to try to make it a little bit as original as they can while well, i'm watching it because uh, hulu has all the seasons um it's like the only one that has all the seasons I'm watching the sub of course i've been trying to watch like more anime and subtitles now just watching this original language yeah i'll go back to the dubs uh, you know depending how good the dub is um with that i'm watching ice shield 21 so like I said, I have I do plan on catching up with everybody and start watching it once for this year. I know my dress up darling is making <laughs> a lot of hit waves with the new anime that's out. It's based on the manga. Um uh, and it's making not the NS for W type of memes right now for it. Yeah. Just the way that anime is and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of memes for that as well. I need to check that as well. Of course, Attack and Titan. Final season part two just came out. Well, the first episodes are coming out right now. That adapts the final arc of the manga, which I completed. And, and yeah, it was well, the ending was uh, it was okay. I'd call it mediocre at best. So I'm looking to see how the anime is. I gotta go back and rewatch the anime to get to catch up with you guys. Because like me, mean, I read the manga, so I don't want to spoil it for anybody how it ends, but. Well, I can tell you right now it's mediocre. I guess, I, I'm not going to spoil why I say it's mediocre because I don't want to spoil it for you guys. I'm just going to go back watch the anime so I can watch with you guys. And I'm also looking forward to My Hero Game of Season 6 that's coming out this year. A lot of the animes are coming out this year with new seasons. So hopefully this year will be another, you know, end, as we're ending January, I'm looking forward to that 2022 will be another big year for anime. Just like the main adaptations being announced, a lot more. Light novels and graphic novels. More manga. Light novels are coming here to the west. Especially by Seven Seas Entertainment and Yen Press. They didn't last a lot of like... Um Mangas and light novels are coming over here. And there's some animes. There's ones I definitely need to check out. Like I said guys. I need to look at the anime awards. And soon animes are probably by next week. I'll let you guys know who I picked. And what the nominations are. And who I picked. Who I voted for basically. So now... I'm gonna turn it over to Bico for his stuff on for the world Reddit.
1: Take it away, Bico. Well, yeah, I just had the one big thing that was kind of cracking through Reddit, but um, the it's about the James Webb Telescope that was launched um close to uh, earlier this month. Um, it's reaching its final destination of space, a million miles away, which um, in turn is going to be used to look into the beginning of time and stuff like that. So parts that we know well of. So, uh, beginning of the ice age, things like that, they're going to look into it and take photos and stuff. So all the mechanisms are starting to be powered on that they're going to use to run experiments and things like that while it's there. Um, but it's the most powerful telescope I've ever built. Um, but it's been 30 days since it's launched. Um, it's made its way into I guess what, what the the scientists and space engineers are working on this uh, have dubbed like a parking spot that we wanted to focus on, and and leave the telescope um in orbit, but it's a million miles away from Earth, um, and it's gonna begin its mission, once since it's reached this parking spot point, um, right now it's it's got six phases where it's going to start launching. I guess, operational equipment protocols to take on to this thing. So it's um, we have NASA Administrator Bill Nelson then a statement made uh, late Monday that said, Webb, welcome home, um, once once he made the, the telescope's final course correction. And it's he's, he, he says, and I quote, we're one step closer to uncovering the mysteries of the universe, and I can't wait to see Webb's first new views in the universe this summer. Um, so, controls expect to spend the next three months adjusting the infrared telescopes, mirror segments, and testing out its instruments. Um, and we are now on the verge of aligning the mirrors, instrument activation, and commissioning and the starts of wondrous and astonishing discoveries. Um, Ox says, another, uh, Bill Ox, who is the web project manager at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center. Um, so, it, it, we're going to we're going to be looking into possibly the first stars and galaxies that were formed um, outside of earth and outside of the big bang. So we're this are the most powerful telescope that's been made to man is out there flying. And, and we're going to hopefully see these images being produced and released to the public and during the summer. So that's, that's to me, that's, that's pretty exciting. Um And it's saying, the, and this is—I'm reading an article that's on NPR.org. So if you want to check it out, it's under their uh, their science um, their science category of articles. But it says the revolutionary text telescope will remain in a special orbit around a point in space known as the Lagrange point two or L two, a point that will help keep its position stable relative to the Earth and the Sun. Being in that spot protects it from its big swings in temperature and allows to the, the James Webb Telescope's giant sun shields block heat coming from the sun. The telescope must maintain constant super-cold conditions minus 370 degrees Fahrenheit for the instruments to function properly. So in its final form, the telescope is about to be three stories tall with a mirror that's 21 feet across. Much too big to fly into space fully assembled, so instead it was folded into a rocket and painstakingly unfurled by teams sending commands from Earth. Though the mon- month-long process was a nerve-wracking one, it appeared to have been completely, completed flawlessly. So the undertaking of this experiment, so far, to make the, the telescope, cost roughly ten billion dollars, and has been in the works since the late nineteen eighties. So its first cosmic images are expected to be released to the public this summer. So that's all they have so far, but mm-hmm. um, it's incredible. We're going to be able to. See, it, it's going to be a big. Uh, another step in, in human human space discovery and exploration, as far as what we what they humans have done to accomplish uh, so far in the in the space race from the sixties, and, and like I mentioned before, they've been building this telescope since the eighties. So it's kind of incredible to see how far they've come <coughs> and what they've been able to accomplish so far is uh, having the operation run smoothly at this point. Um, mm-hmm. Just being able to do all this from here, and being able to operate a a full-fledged telescope a million miles away, just is baffling. So I don't even know how the fuck to begin on how that even works. But that was a that was a big thing I wanted to share from Reddit, just because like everything else is kind of like what you said. The other thing was the Peter Dingleish thing. I kind of came across. I didn't read it. Mm-hmm. But I thought that's why like I was under the misunderstanding that I thought he was gonna be in it, so yeah, that's why it was kind of weird that like are they just asking him because he's a famous little person? Like that's that's what's weird to me, is that like why didn't they ask Alcindor who's actually in the movie how she feels about that? Like it's I don't know like the the fact that it's a thing is kind of annoying, but I get it. Um, but no, I I wanted to share the telescope because I think it's very important um, that people kind of are aware that there's some amazing scientific space things happening um amiss from all the chaos of what's happening on earth so far with this pandemic and everything else going on um but yeah i wanted to kind of share that james webb yeah, no, that was, they They have a few images, if you want to look up, they have a few images of the telescope floating in space before they have different points of when there was dropping off. Did it
0: say where, like, that telescope was going to go to? Sorry.
1: Yeah, I I mentioned it's going, it's the,
0: the spot called the Grange Point 2.
1: Hmm. Yeah
0: yeah apparently today was the last day to vote for the anime awards (laughs) so the awards will be out february 9th It's when we get the winners but like i said next week i'll show you who the nominees are who i voted for my opinions are so yeah my part next week will be more like anime heavy but yeah it's interesting like you know now we're exploring more in space now with telescopes and stuff now that we have the equipment and stuff and the financing to go do it you know it's gonna be interesting um how that works, uh, and it's gonna be interesting to see how um, how it's gonna be. Um, it's gonna be interesting, you know, it, the way um, the way, uh, what you call it. Like, just to find out, like, other stuff in space. I know Mars has been, like, there's a lot of evidence on Mars and stuff right now. Like, they're finding more and more evidence of, like, there was life on Mars. Because, mm. well, I mean, Mars, Mars is pretty much going to be, like, the next Earth. <laughs> the way they're playing in Mars is going to be the next Earth. And, which reminds me, like, I was trying to be back. So, if you guys if you remember, like, we're going to do the last 10 minutes discussing the challenges we gave each other for this year. Um... Oh, you made me look for, like, you gave me something to watch, like, documentaries or, you know, reality-based, like, shows. So uh, I ended up taking the opportunity to watch, um, you had me watch Down to Earth with Zac Efron, and it was actually good. I enjoyed it. You know, it was about, you know, the planet itself, you know. Zac Efron, who I think has dreamy eyes, <laughs> Um, he, he and his um, guru as guru they travel to different places and see how each country is, you know, trying to do their best to help the earth, you know? Do like natural means. And then talk to these people like the like the one they went to um to Iceland and um did like the Viking channel, like the Viking therapy where they had to sit in the cold like pretty much in the cold like water for a few minutes and they go to the hot and then they put hot coals and stuff, that treatment or like the waterfalls. And how they work out energy, like perpetual energy and all that stuff. And uh, Paris, how Paris is doing away with bottled water. How they they they're you're know, filtering the water, water to different stages. Japan, so they're just selling empty bottles in the streets, and they have like stations set up where you just refill your bottles. They're trying to reuse your water water, so we do just like waste and stuff, by using the same BPA-free water bottle. And like Costa Rica, how this community, you know. And it sells the self sufficient community to the point that these people, it's some people from other countries, but they build this community, even the schooling, and they're living off the land basically. They're getting natural fruits and stuff, and how they develop ways to get, like, you know, fruit from the palm trees. Uh, when they had a cup of bananas, they're learning about these different plants, these different organisms, and of course, animal conservation. learning about these animals and stuff too, as well, and just the work that they, they've done, you know? And just going to these different places. I enjoyed it. You know. I'm probably looking forward to seeing more. And uh, more like documentaries and stuff on Netflix. And you know. Check more like stuff out. And kind of shows like stuff that are our end. We should do better for the Earth as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course I gave Andy a uh, challenge to watch some anime. So I decided to have him watch My Hero Academia. So hopefully, Aunt, um, hopefully Biko will pretty much live to that challenge. Which I'm going to. Yeah, I mean, guys, I'm home to his word. I'm going to see, I'm going to check with him, hopefully every week, and see how he's doing his progression. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it'll be coming up to me, to the point where I have also had the films as well. So we can at least enjoy possibly season six down the line, do like a review of each episode every week. Because I mean, it'd be cool to see, you know, hearing what thoughts from a person that hasn't watched that much anime get like like pretty much a noob like a weeb basically someone that's new because i kind of figure we can give anime some more love in the podcast to get someone from a different perspective like like me with these documentary show documentaries and these shows like these reality-based shows i'll get my opinions from someone that hardly watches them the same thing you know get opinions from somebody that doesn't watch anime so uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy you know hearing those opinions of that um before we go anything you've been watching me lately that you recommend no, I mean,
1: no, no, I haven't really watched anything new. I've just been watching NBA and and uh, Dragon's Den, and we've just I just finished Seinfeld, um, so I haven't watched anything new. Oh, before. you just finished Seinfeld? Oh uh, wow! Man. Well, I mean, I've seen it, finished it before. It's just I, I finally finished now, um, so to speak. But like, got to see the last episode again. Just remembering it. But, um, yeah, no, I
0: just I haven't watched anything new. I haven't really kept up with anything new. Okay, yeah, of course. Right now, with right now being indoors, right now it's fucking cold outside too. All yeah. of you guys that live in the northwest or live in the east, you know, make sure you bundle up because yeah, temperatures will gonna be cold as we're entering this final weeks of January. I can't believe February's coming upon us again. Mm-hmm. And you know, just keep you guys warm. Of course, COVID is still around, guys. <laughs> um, of course, boosters are being more prevalent, but I think right now they're saying that you can't get the booster if you had COVID. You have to wait, like, 90 days, I think, Mm -hmm. after your positive test to do a booster, which, unfortunately, you're not qualified That my last vaccination six months. But, unfortunately, I read that if you had COVID, you have to wait 90 days, so you're allowed to get a booster. But we do know people that got the booster, and they felt some side effects from it. But we'll see, because I know it's even affecting the wrestling industry, too, because I think there was supposed to be a match last week on Rampage. This was supposed to be a tag match, but of course, one of the wrestlers tested positive for COVID, one of them showing mild symptoms. Of course, they had to change the card a little bit. It made like a singles match. So it does happen where they have to make adjustments and stuff, you know. Of course, the playoffs were crazy this weekend as well. I mean, (laughs) these NFL playoffs are crazy. Now we got the Bengals and the Chiefs now in the AFC Championship, and you got the Niners and the Rams. Man, so the only team left over from last year's Super Bowl is just. And the last Super Bowl is just Chiefs but the Bengals, man. That would be an interesting take because I think, obviously, it would be cool. Cincinnati upsets Kansas City, goes to the Super Bowl. I've never seen – I mean, Cincinnati, I believe they compete in the Super Bowl, but I've never actually seen them in my recent memory in the Super Bowl. And between Niners and Niners and uh, Rams, I could I go get one. Maybe cool to see L.A. do it because that would be the second team to win and host the <laughs> Super Bowl Time we did last year. And we just see if LA does it. So we'll see how it goes. So make sure you guys check out NFL action. Of course, you know, this week too is the next round of World Cup qualifying matches for the Kunkka Um This Thursday, the Mexican national team is um, on the road against uh, Jamaica on Thursday. Hopefully, Mexico's new lineup. Hopefully, they do better. Because this year, they've been kind of disappointing. <laughs> because now they have not beaten USA in the last, like, months. And of course, you guys remember we talked about it last time. They're going to test the thing in Mexico like, any fan that, sounds, that shouts an anti-gay slur, will receive a five-year ban from attending any Mexican league, Mexico team soccer matches. So I know the fans will start being conducting themselves. They're going to face that ban if they love the sport so much. So with that, we'll let you guys go. Enjoy your week, guys. We'll see you guys again next week. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe, wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing, you know, read comics, watch films, read manga, play some video games, you know, watch some anime. We'll see you guys again next week. As always, geek on and take care.